Hey there, welcome to the Etcetera Show. I'm Chris. I got Paul and Joe with me. How are you guys doing tonight? Wow, we're doing great. We're excited for a good conversation. Good, clean, yes. family fun conversation. <laughs> yes, fine literature. Yes, fine literature. <laughs> yes. I've, I've been, I've been wanting to get some book reviews. The, the introductions, you, you, every week you complain about how awkward, and then you just keep throwing it out to the whole group. You know? Every time, <laughs> every time. But yeah. I've been so jealous about all the book reviews that Paul's been doing and all the great literature that he's been studying, like all the theological books and, psych and psychology and uh, 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 philosophy and whatever. And so finally, we've reached the wheelhouse of literature that I can truly appreciate. <laughs> yes, definitely. I'm and I'm excited about our conversation. Well, well let's introduce our guest because he's here to talk to us. So we got to make sure we introduce him before he starts talking. Um Toby Price, it, it's a tough story. Um, you may have seen his name in the news uh, a few weeks back. Um, assistant principal of a school in Mississippi. Uh, Toby, what's the name of the school? Uh, Gary Road Elementary. Gary Road Elementary. And he uh, and he can explain the circumstances behind it, but, you know, he read a book to kids. And, and, and got fired. That's it. <laughs> There, there, there it is, you know. Um, Called the new butt, and you know, well, I was it was read across America out. week. Um, I was, I was asking. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really happy to be on here um, with y'all. Thank you very much for having me. But it was read across yeah. America week. Um, I was asked to set up a Zoom with the second grade classes and the neighboring principal at the building next door. So these are second graders; they're going to third grade. So the third grade principal in the neighboring building was supposed to get on Zoom and read to them. Um, Time came. She didn't show up. I text her. No answer. Uh, I called. Still no answer. Um, I told my boss what was going on. She said, OK, we'll go ahead and read. I grabbed a book, uh, a book that I've read to kids before in other places. Um, it's called I Knew Butt by Don McMillan. Um, read the book. Uh, the kids, it seemed to enjoy it. Afterwards, they were all coming up to me and telling me how much they enjoyed it. And then I got called to the principal's office. And that's fine. I, you know, she said we could have some parent complaints. Okay, and then a few minutes later, I got called back, and she told me to go to the superintendent's office, where they, for lack of a better word, kind of chewed me out. Um, they said, <laughs> they said, butts and farts and robot butts. Is this the kind of thing you find funny? And I said, before oh, yeah. I came in here, yes, <laughs> not anymore, <laughs> not anymore. Obviously, not anymore. Um, they sent me home on administrative leave that Tuesday. They called me back out there Thursday, and I thought I was about to get a write-up. Um, who knew what? They called me back out there Thursday, and they told me I'd be terminated. Um, my poor professional judgment violated uh, two of the Mississippi Educator Code of Ethics, and I could resign if I wanted to. Um, and I, you know, I could resign, I could resign, I could resign. Um, then they left the room. And luckily, they left the room because I called my wife. I told my wife what was happening. And God bless her. She said, if you sign that resignation, it's basically saying they were right. Yeah. And they weren't. So I picked my stuff up, picked my head up, and walked right out and let them know that I wasn't signing the resignation. And that was it. I got wow. made it to my car before I started bawling like a goof because, yeah. you yeah. know, it is what it is. But that's... Did they... Do they have any complaints? So it sounds like your termination was like two days after you read mm -hmm. the book. And, you know, they were afraid of complaints. Did anybody ever call and say, oh, why did they do well, this? Well, that's, that's the thing. Um, to our knowledge at the time, no, there, was no, there were none. 
at the first day of the hearing, I could say that none were submitted into evidence. There wasn't any of them that were submitted into evidence. No parent mm. complaints submitted, no phone calls, no no transcripts, no. Um, they have a formal complaint form in Hines County School District. None of those were there. And right. if you follow it online, the majority of them were really positive as well. And um, <laughs> in fact, the president of the PTO, I was speaking with her today. Um, the PT, they all support me. They're behind me. They made donations to the GoFundMe on their own, not in the name of the PTA for whatever reason. Sure. Um, but they all supported me as well. It, that part, it, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> you, yeah, we were talking about you have the book, and and you're you've been asked not to read the whole book, but maybe <laughs> before we continue, could you read the S script now? Because I'm sure some uh, people out there who haven't heard the book might be like, "Oh, there's something scandalous in the book," but yeah. you know everything <laughs> I've seen of it, it's not. So why don't you read a portion of it just to show people what we're talking about? Give us we an talk idea about of what's happening yeah. in this book. Yeah, and I'll kind of <laughs> do it. You know, I, I go into teacher mode when I read a book because oh yeah, it's called Please. "I Need a New Butt" by Don McMillan. Uh, illustrated mm -hmm. by Ross Kennard. Um, this goes, I'll read some and then I'll share pictures. Yeah. I need a new butt. Mine's got a crack. I can see in the mirror a crack at the back. You can see in the mirror. Oh, wait, nice. here we go. <laughs> Cartoon. Um, in, in case you weren't, in case you were confused, that's not a real person. That's a cartoon right. person. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to make sure I clear that up because yeah, apparently right. that's confusing for some folks. Mm -hmm. Did I do it on a slide or on the banister inside? He's trying to figure out where he broke his butt. Um, okay. And then, you know what? That's a banister. Those are what we call um, rails on a stair. Some people have more than one level in their house. This is how we explain it to kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the banister, see, it's great vocabulary inside. The banister is a great mm -hmm. vocabulary word. So did I do it on the slide or on the banister inside? Or when I jumped my BMX or with the fart that happened next? Of mm -hmm. course, the fart. Oh. That's what blew my butt apart. It split the thing clean in two. Now I wonder what to do. And there he is on his BMX. And there mm -hmm. he is. He figured out maybe it was oh. the fart that blew his butt apart. My. And oh, now he's going to have to decide. Powerful. Yeah, he's going to have to decide what kind of new butt <laughs> is he going to get? Um, a fireproof butt, a bulletproof butt, a bombproof butt. It, it, it's you know, it's a gripping tale. Before the end of it, how sad it gets is you know he was trying to sell his dog so he could afford to buy a new butt, but then realized he didn't have to do that. Ah. Okay. Yeah. There we. And, there we are. You know. I don't want to spoil the ending for you, but then he realizes that it's oh, okay yeah. that the crack's there. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, a coming uh, of age story, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're talking second graders. I mean, and I got what? Right. It's a fun book. It's a silly book. I was right. stopped in the Walmart today by a very tall young man who I sort of recognized. And okay. he said, he said, his, he told me his name and um, it was one of my students from a long time ago. He introduced me uh -huh. to his wife and his daughter. And he said, Miss Price, I, I know I wasn't the best student, but you were always a really good role model for me back then. And I remember you reading that book to us. That book's just silly. I was like, yeah, it's still <laughs> silly. It's yep. still silly, man. He said, I just don't get it. And I said, that makes two of us, brother. I don't get it either, mm -hmm. but it is what it is. It, so when you talked about your um, display letter or whatever, the references were more to how dare you say butt or how dare you say fart, right? It contained words like butt and fart and 
right. showed cartoon uh, it showed cartoon butt cracks um that there was it, it, it's 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 something else um it was yeah. yeah they said it was poor professional judgment because it had butt and said butt and you know don't let's not let's not get into all the captain underpants books that is in every single school in this <laughs> every single yeah. library where two captain students underpants. hypnotize their principal and he goes and strips down to his underwear and fights crime but it's okay it, it, it's it's not okay but you know what it's not right but it, it's gonna be okay that's what whitney houston used to tell us mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. Look, I'm thinking I got a nine year old girl at home. So maybe my wife will say, Hey, you watch this sitcom. Maybe it's a little too over the top for her. She's nine. Mm-hmm. But like, she wouldn't fire me over or something. Like, you know, she might say, Hey, you know. Well, and here's, and that's the thing. Yeah. You know, we, I thought, I thought reprimanded, sure. You know what? Reprimand me. I get it. Um, but, you know, books like this uh, are, are silly. And they hook kids. They make kids, you know, want to engage and look at the book and read it, or read the sequel because there's four in the series now (laughs) of the butt books. Because your butt is broken, your butt's noisy, and your butt can be silly. There's all four books, but they'll want to read it after that. Because if you go into like, they want to read all four of those. Uh huh. If you go into any room anywhere, most of the kids, hey, what do you guys think about reading? It's boring. So you have to hook them. There's research that shows the silly, the funny stuff. That's what hooks them more and fastest. Fastest? Yeah, it's late. Fastest. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the fact that, you know what, maybe maybe it is, you know, a little bit out there because they're talking about butts. But you know what? That's how you get their attention. You take a risk you, to try to make a connection, to build a relationship with them. And, and you know, you, you build a strong relationship equals strong learning. And you know what? I, I, I knew my audience. And <laughs> I still oh, say yeah, Absolutely. Audience. I'm thinking I've got. I've got uh, I I have a whole pile of kids, but um, but that's but that's a, a big connection point. Trying to make them interested in anything, you know. Exactly. I, I find I find I get into the middle of any conversation at uh, at, at a meal time to mm-hmm. any way to like break the stalemate of like saying I refuse to eat whatever it might be or <laughs> something they don't want to do or something they don't want to go brush their teeth or whatever. If I can turn it around into some type of potty humor, a butt mm-hmm. joke, a fart joke, uh, every single time it breaks the log jam, makes the moment silly and gets them reconnected back into the, the real moment other than just like the walls coming down and them stopping everything. And that's and, and this is exactly right. And you know, the more I thought about it, and, and my wife and I talked about it, you know what? Kids need to laugh. They need to laugh. Yes. They need yeah. to see the and they need to see grown ups at their jobs laughing and enjoying themselves. So they want to say, "Hey, I'll go do that one day." Mm-hmm. The thing that bothers me the most now, well, besides the fact that you know, how am I going to pay for insurance, my bills, food, well, you know, all those up. all those luxuries, <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> Is the thing Other than it, paying for all of the everything, yeah. yeah. The part that really yeah. bothers me is, oh no, I'm gonna have to switch to Hulu with the ads. No, oh, oh no, 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 don't do it. Yeah, it's okay. We already have the ads. In fact, they could play more ads if it was cheaper. Um, <laughs> but the thing that the thing that's scary for that you know more people need to see and realize is it sets a really dangerous precedent that if one person can fire an administrator or an educator over one book, one story on any given day, 
that sets a really scary precedent. And people are going to, one, not want to teach, which, you know what? That's already happening. That is already or, happening. Or two, not take the risk to read those fun books. A good teacher friend of mine came here a couple weeks ago, and he said, you know, when I heard what happened, he said, I took Walter the Farting Dog off my bookshelf and took it home just in yeah. case. And that's mm-hmm. sad. You know, everybody's going to be stuck reading just nothing. You know what? They're not going to be stuck reading nothing. You'll have kids who are disengaged, who don't like coming to school, who aren't going to learn as much and not make those same connections. Um, but, you know, you, you can look at the, 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 the literature of the past and how many butt and fart jokes are in Silas Marner, for example. Uh, oh. Fairy uh, tales <laughs> and yeah. and poor Richard's almanac all submitted into go. evidence last Monday. Thank you very much. Oh uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> you are correct Absolutely. in the classic literature, and that's my thing. All you, of that stuff in there. Like, if, what do you if want you us wanted to, do? to you could, yeah, if you wanted to, you could look at almost any book and find something and make it objectionable yeah. in the book. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, you can. I can. Hey, I can. <laughs> Try me. Based on time I spent as a recess monitor for elementary school kids, I found myself more often than not thinking, boy, it sure would be nice if they talked about something as innocent as butt and farts instead of what they were talking about. So I'm just like, I'm trying to like compare what I have heard them talk about on the playground to oh, yeah. butt and farts. Oh, and yeah. Just- <laughs> it would be great if it was they, just uh, butt and farts. And folks who <laughs> well, don't know that, you know, you have to attribute it to the fact that they have not built the connections or the relationships with the kids to know that or and, and just spend some time with them, mm-hmm. spend some time with them. And you would know that and it, it would be just obvious, very, very, very obvious. <laughs> well, there's always a disconnect between uh, a parent and their kids mm-hmm. uh, and, and any any group of adults who have experience with a particular child or, you know, a, a couple of siblings. And it's a different animal when you take those kids and put them in a large group uh, and have them at school. It's a different social environment, and nobody exactly. is really prepared to imagine what it is that they're experiencing when they're a part of a different social group as, at a school. And it's not dominated by what the what the teacher is going to say or do. There's, exactly. There is a social structure to <laughs> Uh, to to a group of children and oh, yeah. you don't know who your kids are until you are, have a chance to observe them in that social group in, where I work in Ohio as a journalist it seems like there's a lot of fighting in the schools about what's in the schools book wise and where it gets crazy where it's not even just from a political sense or on a curse word sense it's more based on we're freaking out everything like, Oh, some big kiss in the book. That must be mm-hmm. pornography or whatever the case might be. I'm assuming has that been in Mississippi? Maybe not in your school district, but have you heard about that? Where more parents are questioning books in general, maybe not. It, any, happens. But, oh, yeah. but... it happens. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. And as sitting where I am as an educator or bidet salesman, <laughs> whatever I am. Right. Now, um, what frustrates <laughs> is the inconsistencies that exist there because you know what uh i need a new butt isn't appropriate but twilight and all four or five books in the twilight series are sitting in libraries and that's a girl having sex with a vampire and that's acceptable you know 10 well oh my god 20 years ago harry potter was going to turn us all into devils and we were going to be devil worshippers who did magic um I still haven't gotten my letter to Hogwarts and none of my wands work or any spells. 
You know, yeah. and those books are accepted. Captain Underpants, accepted. No David. If you haven't read No David, go look him up. Hilarious book. He's running butt naked yeah. down the street in No David. Um, <laughs> and I guarantee you it's in every elementary school. If not one, there's more copies of it. in every. So, I mean, the inconsistencies is what frustrates me. Because somebody right. will say, this yeah. bad. there's like 20 others that are worse that are fine. Yeah, because I'm wondering, even looking at the administrator that took the action against you, it seems like a horrific time to be in schools, period, because you've got people like you who say, what can I read? You ask me to read a fun book to kids, I choose a fun book that seems very innocent. I'm out of a job because of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, and again, I'm not trying to defend the administrator that took the action against you. I'm just saying, I bet you if we had the administrator here on the line, they'll be like, well, look. I'm getting. I could get hassled. I will lose my job if I get complaints or whatever. Mm-hmm. How, how do you think we could change this in the schools? Because yeah, we're way too political as a country, and we're all freaking out about what books are in there and everything. You're right, Toby. This is going down a really bad. We're in a bad way right now with all with I, the stuff you're saying. Yeah, you know? I think one of the things. And one of the things, and please stop me if I go down the rabbit hole, Leah. One of the things that <laughs> made it has made it worse is the way we communicate with parents and the way they communicate with the internet. Because they'll say yeah. things back and forth on the internet, and there's no repercussion in the conversation. Like, you know, if I if I if <laughs> if I looked at my wife and I said, "Baby, you crazy," she would look me in the face and just give me a look, and I'd be like, "Oh God," and I would never yeah. say that again. So you would right. say things online that you would not say in person or on the yeah. phone. And mm-hmm. parents and teachers and administrators have to build relationships with each other. Yes, but authentic relationships, not a remind relationship, not a text relationship. Right. Hey, hey, it's good to see you again when I bump into you at the grocery store. You build those relationships with parents and you can have those conversations. But because of technology and because of all the other random things that they put on educators' plates, we don't build those those real authentic relationships anymore, in my opinion. Yeah. Which I think has only been more difficult over the past couple of years where all of communication has been electronic. Exactly. COVID exacerbated yeah. a problem yeah. that was already there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, you all did. Right. You did. I thought about using that word myself, but I was like, hmm. And it's late too. And I'm just like, well, and there's a a common phrase saying it's easier to try something and and apologize if it doesn't go over well than not just not to do it at all. And it seems like it's not permission. Yep. Right. Right. And in a case like this, where maybe the worst case scenario, they say, "Ah, maybe you shouldn't have used farts, but Hey, just, Think about that next time. Instead of being like, oh, investigation, inquiry, see ya, bye. You know, it, it, it seems like, like in my profession, yeah, as long as we don't do anything too crazy, we can do what you just said in terms of, you know, asking forgiveness instead of asking for permission. But when you don't have that environment, especially in an educational place, wow. Well, it, it's, it's like, terrifying. It's like getting a paper cut and having the doctor put a cast on your arm. I mean, it's overkill. Yeah. Exactly. It's total overkill. And, um, you and, know, and, I, I just feel for the educators and the teachers who are still there. I mean, it, it, yeah. you know, it's going to get to the point where you're going to have less qualified people in classrooms. I learned the other day, and I don't know if I told you this. Mm-hmm. You were No, you were there. 
I don't remember where I learned it. Anyway, um, I don't know. It's been a long week. But there are teachers who are getting contracts. There are students who are getting contracts to sign to work in a building their junior year in college. They have no idea if those folks can run the room, if they know their stuff. But they go ahead and signing them so when they graduate, they already have a job. They're filling rooms with bodies. They don't care if they're qualified. They're just filling rooms with bodies. And that's going to continue to happen. That's just, I don't know, it's terrible. Wow. One thing, and there's been a lot of media coverage. The one thing that I guess I didn't see before, and I, I, we talked about this before we started the interview. Um, you know, sometimes they say, hey, when someone gets let go, yeah, maybe they were let go about a particular thing. But, you know, maybe they were late to work 100 times beforehand. Or maybe they cussed out their boss or they did fill in the blank, whatever else it might be. But you were saying, you were telling us before the interview, hey, you laid low. I mean, I was never late. There's no write up in my file for the my all my time in Rankin County and all my time in the classroom. Yeah, I don't have any disciplinary um, stuff in my file at all. None. Hmm. I, wow. I'm no angel in real life, but I mean, I had no discipline. Yeah. And, so it would seem like there's a there's going to be some difficulty with with the fact that there just really wasn't much of a procedure to the no the no do- of, of removing you from the position. This the process really just, wasn't followed at all. Yeah, that's the thing. If you didn't get a vibe, like sometimes you may not get disciplined, but you might say, "Oh, I'm just not connecting with my boss or something." You, you never got a feeling like that. Mm-mm. No, no. Mm-mm. Like you guys got along okay and everything. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. We got along fine. Everything was great. Um, and until then, everything was great until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Can and I don't want you saying something you shouldn't. In the court case, it sounds like you're in court to defend yourself and say, "Are you trying to get your job back? Or are you trying to say, hey, please compensate me for what I'm going through?'" I mean, what are you trying to do in court? Okay, well, if Oprah was asking me, I would love to be compensated for what we've gone through and for lost wages and time. But you know what? She ain't written me back yet. But, okay. um, <laughs> in all honesty, watching these proceedings and follow, I, I, we looked up the codes and the laws online um, with help from PEN America, with help from my attorney and my wife. Um, mm-hmm. And there, some of the procedures that, uh, and policies aren't really being followed like it's written. And a lot okay. of it feels like it's going to just be like, you know what? They're going to uphold the decision. Let's move on. So mm-hmm. we're prepared to go to the, is it Chancery Court? We're going to Chancery Court next. If, if okay. they, uh, if, the school board shoots down. If the school board shoots us down, we go to the Chancery Court and appeal it there. And, and if that doesn't work, we can appeal to the Mississippi Supreme Court. Exactly. And the main thing right now, I don't know if they're going to give me a, my job back. You know what? I don't know if I'd want to go back. That'd be pretty but tough. The thing yeah. is, the yeah. thing is now, this I want. I want it off my record because I, yeah. I don't think it's right. Right. Um, I right. don't think it's right. I worked way too hard and way too long for too for too many people to have somebody just go snap like Thanos and kill it. You know. Yeah. Um, it, it it that's not right. So I want it off my record. But the one thing I want too is, you know what? I want other people to see it, to know it, to be aware of it, so it doesn't happen to them. Right. Okay. You know. I don't want anybody else to have to go through it, I guess, is what, you know what I'm saying. So what yeah. you're looking for, Corey, is take it off your record. Mm-hmm. You may not necessarily want your job back, but 
I guess the thought is, if it's off your record, it probably is easier for you to find that. Because oh, yeah. I saw you say in one interview, you're talking about, hey, this is what I want to do. You know, it's not like I can, I'd rather be a McDonald's person. I want to be an educator. So I guess the thought is, if you get off your record, it's easier for you to find jobs somewhere else. Is that what you're saying? Oh, oh definitely. And okay. well, and one of the things that I guess is concerning in, you know, Joe, you, you know this being here in Mississippi, um, mm-hmm. it's very close and connected. Yes. And if somebody, if somebody raises a stink, for lack of a better word, you know what? They're not going to touch you or talk to you because yeah. I may be having some disagreements with Hines County School District right now. But in the long term, it, Mississippi Department of Education is not looking at like, you know, they're not smelling like roses in it either. Right. And so in the state of Mississippi, it's going to be very challenging to find a comparable job again. But it, it, here we are. You know, I, yeah. I, it, it's going to be OK one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity. And- I know what you feel. I mean, it's not easy just to, you know, uproot your family and go somewhere else. You've got a lot of attention for this media-wise across the country. I'm sure maybe across the world, too. Has anybody ever contacted you and said, you're getting screwed here. Man, if you can come to Maine, you could be the assistant principal of my school or anything like that. We, I mean, has anybody had, reached out to you and said, yeah, come aboard? Several from other states. Um, sev- several. And I told all of them, I'm not saying no. <laughs> Let me finish okay. what we're working on because it, it's gonna it's gonna come up. Um, I have three kids, you know, two they yeah. two of which are older and have autism, and they're gonna be with us forever. Mm-hmm. I, I got to find a way to take care of them, and I'm going yeah. to one way or the other. So if we have to move to do that, I don't want to, but we can. But we can. If my yeah. wife says it's okay, we can. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I know this isn't directly related to like you know your negative school period experience, but hey, I'm I'm a dad of um, special needs kids too. What's that experience like? I know it's not you know directly related to what you went through. If I need a new bot, but how's it been like? Because it's a challenge for me. I, I had a tough night tonight. Uh, tell me what you go through. I tell you what, it was a tough night for us too because I walked right back in the door right before we did this because. A few days ago, he, my son jumped through and a bunch of hoops for us. He did this for us, did this and this. And, okay, we'll get you another Lego Mario. Well, we forgot yeah. the Lego Mario today. And then he oh, came out of yeah. the clock and was looking for his Lego Mario. You can't make him a promise like that and not fulfill oh. it. Because yeah. if, you do, you, if you don't fulfill it, it's going to hurt. So I was at the Walmart, went and got myself a Lego Mario that we had promised him. And it, you know what? He, he's good. But you know that that kind of stuff comes up. I mean, it, it's it's this. There's always a challenge, and it's yeah. it's never boring. Oh my goodness, it's never. Yeah, but being in a situation where now, without you know, now you're not uh, not working and whatever, and changes to routines, then becomes yeah. an extra difficulty. Yeah, um, dealing with it, the kids it, as well. You know What's what? That it's almost, time, like, it's almost like you were here. I'm worried you may live across the street because you've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's not far away. I can hear it. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's happening. The change in the schedule and the routine is messing with them. Um, yeah. You know, like yeah. in the afternoons, grandpa, grandpa is always comes down and he get, he's here when they get off the bus until we come home. Today, I was here and they looked at me like, what are you doing here, old man? Right. Yeah. He leaves us alone. He don't tell us to hang up our backpacks and come do some chores. Where am <laughs> I? You know? Um <laughs> It's affecting, uh, yeah. them. it's affecting them, and you know it. 
it stresses me to no end, but God bless my wife. You know, we've been through tougher things and we're going to get through this one just, you know, the same. You know, God's got our back. We're going to follow his path. Um, I don't know. He sees a puzzle. We just see a piece, I guess. So we're just going to we're just going to go with it and enjoy the ride, I hope. (laughs) Yeah, we have my my family. We have a 15 year old boy who's nonverbal, has autism and nine year old girl has autism. And my wife's a true hero because she she teaches at autistic school during the day and she comes home with autistic kids at night. So that's her 24 hours a day. And that's that's my wife right now. My my 15 year old, she doesn't have autism, but she goes to a school. It's a, it's a private school, but that she has severe anxiety disorders, but it's a school that has uh, kids with all varying disabilities and and it's an inclusive school. And, you know, she, she works with those kids all day and I I've been in schools and I'm busy in schools, but I went and I've worked and volunteered up there that first week when I was, um, you know, looking for something to do. Um, right. You know what? She works her tail off there with those kids yeah. all day long and then comes home and does this again too. So, I mean, it, it's that, you know, my, she, she's the rock right now. She's the rock. So we've, and obviously this is not the situation where you want to get contacted by media people. Like you want to be contacted with something happier and more joyous than what you've been through. What's it been like? I mean, we're a small fun podcast that likes to talk to interesting people, but you've been in, I I think you've been Washington post, I believe in New York York times. Times. Yeah. Um, Yeah. USA today. Um, Before, while I was shopping in the Walmart, I was on the phone with another lady from the New York Times doing a different column yeah. that describes um, two television stations in New Zealand, which they want me to come there and be a pro right now. I told them I'd start walking, but it's going to take me a while to get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Miley Morning Show, the radio shows, it, it's it's weird. I mean, it's kind of weird wild because I'm not – I'm just a guy from Mississippi, and here I am yeah. going to talk to CNN. And, you know, I just thought about this too. Man, we got to write down what I'm supposed to say, what I'm not supposed to say, because I don't want to slip up and say something stupid to the wrong person. Right, um, right. It's 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 different. I mean, it's very very. It's it doesn't feel. Yeah, it really doesn't feel real. I guess. Yeah. Weird yeah. If somebody told you this would be your life two months ago. <laughs> exactly, I wouldn't have believed it. If you would have told That's me, I would have studio. Multiple phone calls from the New York Times for what? <laughs> I was. And you told me I'd be in a studio in Atlanta filming a commercial. What? Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, come on, CNN, New Zealand. Uh, yeah. But you're on the Accenture show with the Ohioan. I mean, yeah, obviously. The Accenture show. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, quite, quite amazing. What? Hey, so. it's fine. Ohio, O-H-I-O, baby. I love my Yes. Brother. I love my <laughs> I love them. Well, I, Toby, I just want to commend you real quick because I – I love reading. I'm obsessed with reading, but that didn't happen until I was an adult because mm-hmm. I thought it was painfully boring. And I wish I had uh, an educator when I was little read to me a book like I need a new butt so that I would have discovered that there's fun in reading. So just uh, it, it doesn't yeah. uh, help your situation, but just uh, commend you. Uh, I appreciate yeah. it. It takes us to later in life till we, re- we realize that we need a new butt. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, just, I need yes. a new. I need a new kneecap. I need. A new <laughs> yes. I could use a new hip. 
Uh, oh you know, once I once I passed forty, the warranty gave out. Everything's starting to break, man. Everything. <laughs> well, there used to be black. It used to start like right here. Uh, <laughs> and now here we are. Well, we have, have to talk about the. We have you heard from anybody? An issue for me as well. Well, who, who wrote I Need a New Bite? It was like a man, uh, a woman? Dawn McMillan, a grandmother. She Dawn wrote it for her uh, Okay. Is she still living? Like, did she? Have... Oh, she reached out. Um, it took it took a while. Oh, really? Um, oh, wow. Well, her publisher, and off the record, you know, she told us, you know, the publisher handles comments on things like that as part of her contract. And then okay. eventually, um, I got a message from her on Instagram. And, and you know, she was before all this happened, we we've been friends on Instagram already because I loved her work. So we okay. message back and forth all the time. So, you know, she's like, I'm just very concerned. Um, I hate that this is happening. And she was, she, she was uh, as heartfelt and genuine as she is when you see her like in an interview or some video online. Yeah. She's a good. Okay. Because I probably feel awkward if I wrote a book, someone read and they lost their job. You'd be like, Oh, I don't want to reach out to them. <laughs> <laughs> I had another. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk to well, him. You know, I apologize for my book. Yeah. Well, they keep it lighthearted, though, because one of them called, another author called the other day, and he said, you know, not that I want this to happen, but the next time you want to read a book and get fired for it, you can read one of mine. And that was <laughs> oh, yeah. all over the news. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, okay. That's true. They're like, I would love the publicity. Can you please hey. get fired for my book? That'd be yeah. great. Well, you know what's funny is, um, it, when you go into the Walmarts, they have like a little end cap of Easter books that are out. And mm. if you go into all almost any Walmart here in Jackson now, they have all the Easter books on the end cap and multiple copies of I Need a New Butt by Don McMillan. I'm telling you. Somehow oh, that ended up I'm on the telling end cap. you. Everybody's like, oh, that book sounds great. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> when I flew to Atlanta, the TSA asked me to take off my mask so she could look at my license and make sure it was me. And she looked at me and she said, Wait a minute! Aren't you that teacher from the news that got fired because of that butt book? I was like, "Damn, that's me." She said, butt she said "We went and bought that book after we saw that story." She said, "It's a damn shame what they did to you." And I said, "Thank you, I appreciate that." Yes, that. yes it is. I mean, okay, yes it is. I got through. I got through the security a lot faster too. Oh, wow. <laughs> they moved everybody aside. Get out of the way. Yeah, the, the butt guys here. The butt yeah. guys come yeah. 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 Butt guy. As anybody else reach out to you? I mean, obviously, it's school districts you talked about. Are you yeah. getting job offers from somebody else, or? Yeah, we had we've had job offers from other schools in other states. Um, there's okay. one Mississippi's not reaching out, but there there's one in Alaska. I'm trying to convince my wife that we need to go take. Um, <laughs> like oh, Alaska, all right. Um, <laughs> well, you guys could debate on here if you want to. Order anyway. <laughs> okay. But um. You know what? What's been really, really nice is the kids, the families, the other educators who have reached out. You know, folks I don't even know, um, and the authors. Good lord, the authors, folks that I like. I got a message from some of them. And I'm like, look, look, look. oh my god, it's who's talking to me. I mean, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know what? The kids. I have. I got a card from a, um, a little girl and her family the other day, and it had Baby Yoda on it, who I just love. No, oh, I got it here in my bag because I took it with us. Oh. And um, it's she drew a baby Yoda for it on me, and she had she had written "May the force the the force will be with you," but she crossed out force and she wrote world. I mean, it was the sweetest thing in the entire oh, world that I've ever seen. And you know, amazing. And it just it just it makes me makes me feel better. Yeah. Me feel better. Oh yeah. 
makes me feel better because I want, I want, you know what? Because if stuff like that continues going, you know what? They're not gonna have Baby Yoda in schools anymore too, because he's you know a troublemaker. So <laughs> yeah, right. Well, he was yeah. eating all those eggs, right? That's like he ate. <laughs> he like, ate, he ate that poor lady's eggs. That was terrible. Yeah, like, and that was like everybody that was left in that whole species. Uh-huh. Like it was, he was oh killing God. everybody by eating all the eggs. Like stop well, it. He, he, he knocked that kid's pencil off his desk, and when the kid bent over to get it, he stole his cookies. I mean, yep. <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> well, that guy ain't right. He's no. cute, but he ain't right. Well, here's what I'm thinking too. You've said you know school districts. And that's great. Hopefully, maybe something opens up for you. Maybe you guys can go to a, the new school and, and get a job there. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking other opportunities like reading Rainbow. Do they have a guy there anymore? I mean, somebody's got let you um, read books on TV or something. That'd be great. I I have spoke to somebody who is the producer of Reading Rainbow. Um. Really? We spoke about it, yeah. No, no, I, and I'm not gonna say anything to come, but um, I have. Sure. That's kind of cool. Um, one thing amazing. that did happen that I'm very, very proud of, and again, still doesn't feel real, is um, I signed a two book deal with uh, X Factor Publishing, the educational publishers. Um, wow. So my kid's book will be coming out hopefully next month is what we're shooting for. Um, wow. I'm finishing the illustrations and going and putting some more fart and butt jokes in it. Um, oh, just, just okay. More. Just, they're not even right. related to the story anymore. But we're yes. just going to get some more. I know, right? More. Um, I would like for the book, when mm-hmm. you open it up, to make mm-hmm. fart noises. Oh, I know, make, right? Can you work that out? Like, What's the harder with Disney? Write the song of Baby Yoda needing a new butt. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there's like a compilation of she has one where you push the, a button on the cover and it farts. I mean, she's already she's already beat. Oh, uh, man. Brilliant. Great stuff. My kids sometimes. It's like as you open it up, it's like a, it takes in air so that then when you close it, it's huh? like, a, yeah. yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Can you say what the name of the first book is? Has that been released? Or? Oh, well, well, for mine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, The Almost True Adventures of Titus the Monkey, which is a working title. Oh. Been um, Titus the Monkey is a very, very mischievous, evil monkey who shows up here sometimes and hangs out with the kids. He's really good with the kids. He terrible way he behaves, though. Um, he's not allowed within 50 feet of a Walmart anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, he causes some trouble. And what the story is about is um, you know, things that he teaches my kids and things that my kids have taught him. And it's things that kids with autism do. My kids with autism do. Oh wow! And, um, they go to they go to the store and they experience what a lot of us have experienced is somebody who is really really ugly to one of the kids when they have a meltdown, and yeah. um, hmm. and then Titus decides to uh, handle it his own way. Oh, and oh, um, wow. it's, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Oh yeah, I mean I'm I like it. That's great. Right. I mean. Way. But the kid, you had me. Uh, the kid in me loves the fart and you know bathroom mm-hmm. jokes and everything. But you, you know, being a dad of special needs kid, you got me with you know talking about autism. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's I, we tried really hard to make an autism story that's not yeah. an autism story. It's not all about autism, but you'll learn about it through their through Titus's eyes. Mm-hmm. And to, it's who they are, and it's his family, and it's how he decides to, you know, it's just part of who they are. But well, I want to teach, you know, the goal is to teach people about autism, but not preach to people about autism. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, you yeah. Know, I, yeah, you hit the nail on the head because a lot of times my wife and I struggle with it just to say, hey, understand what we're going through. 
And sometimes it's hard, even for good friends of ours, to do that. Okay, so help me out. You blew my mind when you mentioned reading Rainbow. So are they talking to you say, hey, would you like to host it? Or No, 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 no. We haven't gotten that far yet. Um, <laughs> but we'll, Okay. They, we haven't gotten that far yet, but you know what? You never know. I'm not done talking with um with the with the person yet. Um, he they... up the other day, and there's a project that they're working on that he wanted me to be a part of. That he's like, they're they're gifting me something from it, and we're gonna be in touch for something else. Is what he had told me. So I'm just like, whatever you got it, wow. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, do do they have a host now? I know that their original host wanted to be the Jeopardy host. Oh yeah, Levar. I don't know if Lavar still hosts or not. Um, my wife did get me a new shirt though, so we'll go from there. And we're gonna I, until the publishers tell me to stop. We're gonna start our own show because I I have one on my YouTube channel. We call it Books Before Bedtime, where I'm reading a bunch of books at night online. Um, here, wait. yeah, yeah. Can y'all see my new shirt? Read banned books. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, send us a link. Yes. I mean, we will that's definitely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely share it on the podcast page. Wow, yeah. that's great. So you know oh, we'll do that. Right. we'll do that on our own once we're once things settle down a little bit. Um, so, my son so, and our day is on there too. Our group of the day is nuts. Oh wow! Um, so reading Rainbow after all this stuff happened, Reed Rainbow kind of reached out to you. They're not saying, "Hey, you're our host to Big Show," mm-hmm. but they're saying, "Hey, we will work with you on a project." So they reach out to you to ask you that, then right? They reached out and for the project that they're working on now. And honestly, the guy reached well, that's out fantastic. To say, and the guy reached out to first of all, say that, you know what, this really sucks what happened. It's not cool. You know, and I just want to, and right. he just wanted to express his concern and just support it for, I mean, so that's really cool. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, I, I know, you know, we talked about this, I believe a week ago on our show guys and our reaction, we did a short piece and we were like, what? This doesn't make sense. There's got to be something else going on here. Like, did Toby hold up a, you know, a convenience store on the way to school, and that's why he got in trouble? You know, we're like reading a book. This just doesn't make sense. I use I use a school computer to download some bootleg Shania Twain CDs. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there has to be something like everyone does. I mean, like, why would they take it out on you? Everyone exactly didn't happen, as far as they know. Uh, okay. Uh oh. <laughs> We're breaking news. He's going to be reading Rainbow. He's downloading Shania Twain CDs. Holy crap. USA Today will be flaming tour. It'll be great. None of that is true. So. Right, right. I know. We're, we're kidding. We're kidding. Um, fantastic. Well, tell me, we, this has been great. I love every minute of it. And thank well, you for I, hanging out. Um, I we, appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Well, we've we've been known to do some podcasts. We're like, hey, we're going to talk for ten minutes, and four hours later, our show's done. So, uh, <laughs> what, what part of Ohio are you are you in? Um, well, let me tell you the truth, and this this, this hurts me to death. Um, <laughs> the guy I do my network with, he, he's a different guy who's on a different show with me. Mm-hmm. He and I are Ohio guys. Well, he since moved to Tennessee, so. Paul and Joe are Ohio natives, but Paul lives mm-hmm. in the Pittsburgh, PA area. Joe lives, sounds like next door to you. <laughs> so all my Ohio guys are leaving. So we're the Ohioan. It's a nice name and everything, but it's like calling, 
you know, a badminton league, the National Football League. It just doesn't make sense. Right, so we, we may rebrand what we're doing. But uh, to answer your question, Toby, I live in Columbus, Ohio. So I'm close that's to Ohio fair. State University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I was born. That's where I was born and spent a Ooh. large part of my childhood, right in Reynoldsburg, right outside. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. My son was born there. We could we could hear we could hear the um, Buckeyes in the delivery room when he was born. Wow! <laughs> wow! It was wild. It was wild. Well, hang on the line, Toby, because I actually work for the Columbus Dispatch. Um, mm-hmm. That's my full time gig, and yeah, I need to ask you a question about that because. Okay. Alarm bells are ringing my head when you're from <laughs> one of the areas that we normally cover. So, my brother, my brother lives there. I still have some family, you know, sporadically through there. You know. Oh wow! So, did you, did you graduate from Reynoldsburg High School, or I not? I was a freshman okay. when we moved to Mississippi, and okay. then I, off. I was the end. I finished my freshman year, and then we moved to Mississippi. Okay, so so you were born in Columbus, grew up in mm-hmm. Reynoldsburg. Wow, mm-hmm. fantastic! Uh, I'm. Yeah, let's hang on line after we close the podcast because I need to ask you something. Okay. So cool. yeah, all right, very good. Well, anything else you want to share with us here on the podcast, or any of your questions? You know what? I I, I just want to say thank you for having us on for letting us share our story. Um, and you know they they made a big deal the other day, and I won't say who they are. I'll let you figure it out. That they said, you know, when someone asked you if you would do it again, now now you said you would, and you know what? Um, I I I would. Kids deserve it. Kids deserve fun, silly books, and I, I, in a heartbeat. So don't, don't let anybody take away those books away from those kids. They need the silly books. Mm-hmm. So that, there's, that's my two cents. Yeah, yeah. Amen. <laughs> yep. And Toby, th- thank you for letting us have fun with the story because we like to kind of look at the weird stories and kind of come and say, what are people thinking? I know mm-hmm. though it, it has had a profound effect on you. I appreciate your sense of understanding and good humor about it. But you are going for a tough time, and we really wish you the best of luck. It, it sounds like, and it's ridiculous to think that you should go through something like this, but it sounds like there's a good things are happening after that, where for, in some sad situations, there's God, no good. God's got a plan. God's got a yep. plan. And apparently and, I was doing what he wanted, so he pushed me in the direction he wants me to go. He was done with that phase, and he had mm-hmm. something new. Yep. Well, and, and, and there's a lot of spiritual truth in that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Joe's in the education field. I'm in the journalism field. But Paul here is a senior pastor for church in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, there is some spiritual truth to that, too. So we appreciate it. All right. Well, Toby, hang on the line for us. We Thanks. need to talk briefly afterwards. But Thanks. thank you so much for checking out the Ohioan Podcast and Accenture Podcast. Thanks for Toby for coming on and for Joe and Paul. This is Chris. Have a great night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.